This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Let's get back to BetQL's You Better You Bet Countdown to Kickoff with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley, presented by BetMGM. Betting and fantasy impact of the actives and inactives coming up 20 minutes from now to wrap up our number one, but for now get to more line movement for week 11 NFL Sunday can set the stage for us here side and total CJ Stroud and the Houston Texans welcoming in Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals yeah Houston been a, a big topic of conversation the last couple of weeks because they they've been winning and uh you know obviously they went over Tampa Stroud has the greatest rookie quarterback performance basically of all time and then follows that up by beating Joe Burrow last week in Cincinnati and uh didn't didn't end the Bengals playoff hopes but hurt them and then obviously they they basically end on Thursday night against the Ravens so everyone's kind of saying the same thing right like Stroud's going to win offensive rookie of the year he's almost an impossibly big favorite I'm not even sure he would have to play the rest of the season to win the award at this point. The numbers have been so good. And then, you know, Danico Ryan's what a great job he's done coaching them. Can they win the division? Uh, you know, they're obviously competing with Jacksonville to do that. So they've kind of been a hot topic of conversation. Um, but this is a, an interesting market for them. So this happens sometimes with teams, right? We, we think a team is not going to be very good. Win total very low before the year for Houston. And they outperform expectations. They start playing really well. And you start to get these kind of funny games where they play a team that now everyone thinks they're much better than because of what we've seen the last couple of weeks. Everyone thinks they're much better than Arizona, that they should win by margin against Arizona. And so the market reflects that when you see the first time a team is rated like that, it always looks funny, even though we, I think none of us think Arizona is particularly good and they might get the number one pick in the draft still. It's possible. Um, but you see Houston five and a half. And to be fair, this was six all morning. And then people took the six with Arizona. Um, just like the expectation now that like this is what Houston is. Like it's not it's not a surprise anymore when you win these games. Oh, like what a plucky team that's like gonna no no now it's like you got to put the hammer down on a team. Like that's actually much different. It's actually something similar to what we're seeing with the Washington Commanders, New York Giants point spread, where it's like all right, like yeah, Sam Howell's like a great quarterback, maybe his leading passer in the NFL. Like they, they're gonna beat the Giants by ten. Like have the Commanders even done that this year to a team? So it's just funny when you see teams in this setup. This market's kind of been bouncing back and forth all week. I think with a lot of differing opinions on sort of like what the correct number is supposed to be, what the valuable side is, because Houston, smart coaching staff, great rookie quarterback, maybe you do want to lay them like at this number. They can certainly score enough to cover a number like this. At the same time, here's like Kyler Murray plus six against a team that I think we're still at least a little skeptical of, you know, over the long term playing really well this year. So you've seen that push and pull in the market. The current market is Texans by five and a half, basically everywhere. The total is pretty high considering scoring in the NFL this year is way down 48, one of the highest totals on the board for any game. Um, and you've seen that basically every time it gets to six, there is some resistance where betters want Arizona at that number, basically to keep the game close. And so right now we're back to five and a half again on Houston. 
We'll get to some of the bigger point spreads coming up in a moment. But, Ken, let's hit the Lions and Bears. Oh, my, in Motown. With Justin Fields returning to the lineup. Uh, Secret Bajan man goes back to the bench. Justin Fields in for Chicago. What do we have with the Lions and the Bears in Detroit today in the NFC North? Yeah, I mean, teams obviously with a ton of familiarity, um, you know, play each other twice every year, same coaches as the as were on the teams last year. So um, these, this is the kind of market I think we all expected with the Lions favored by more than a touchdown. I think the question would just be how much more than a touchdown? Definitely at least seven and a half in the game. Would it be 10? That was the opener. Uh, Justin Fields declared the starting quarterback for the Bears. I think we all expected that anyway. Um, that news, maybe combined with just some interest in the Bears anyway at a big number, triggered a move on them down from, 10, nine and a half, all the way to seven and a half, eight. And that's where we sit right now. There are still seven and a halfs on the board with the Lions. They've been favored by more than a touchdown the entire week. It's just kind of like how much more than a touchdown. So seven and a half, eight, the number in the market. And this is, it's funny that these are like the two games we hit on most. This is the other game with a very high total this week, 48. The, we have Evan Silver from Establish the Run on the show every single week, and he refers to Ford Field as like the Coors Field of the NFL because the Lions offense is so explosive. They score a lot of points in these home games, and you see that reflected in the market, that like this offense at home against a pretty bad team, it's a really high total. This is the other highest total of the week, uh, currently sitting 48 in the market. So Lions more than a touchdown, that hasn't changed, just how much more. And then total, a very high 48. All right, that right now is the Bears and the Lions in Detroit. Let's go to some of the big point spread games now, Ken. And uh, the Dolphins come off their bye. Yeah. And here's 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 Devon Achan, fantasy football owners for Joyce. Devon Achan yep. back in fantasy lineups. And they will welcome in AOC, hashtag the squad, Antonio Pierce, and the Las Vegas Raiders. And uh, this is not exactly like, you know, 1972 or 1973 here with these two teams battling for AFC supremacy. Huge point spread in this game. And one that's gotten bigger, Ken, over the course of the week. Where do we stand right now with the Dolphins and the Raiders in Miami? Right. And people might look at the board this week and be like, man, it seems like there's so many more big point spreads than usual. You got to remember last week, what we had was like all of the bad teams kind of like played each other and did so in these like standalone primetime situations. Like here's Panthers and Bears, here's Colts and Patriots. And so the games that you got on Sunday last week, small point spreads, competitive games with teams fighting for playoff position. Okay, all those bad teams, they're all back in the mix this week. They're not they're not playing standalone primetime games. So you get them against these some of these really good teams. These are the kind of point spreads that you get. So it's just, it's kind of funny. Like we got a really good Thursday night game this week and our penance for that essentially is that we have a lot of large point spread games on Sunday. Like you want the Ravens and the Bengals and you want the Chiefs and the Eagles on, on Monday night football, then this is this is what you get on Sunday. You get one team favored by 95 over another team because that's just kind of the matchups that you're going to get. This is the largest point spread of these kind of projected blowouts and it's gotten larger to your point, Nick. So this opened like a, a 10, 10 and a half, uh, you know, the a start of game week, basically 10 and a half mostly. And all of the interest in the market in this game has been toward Miami. And, you know, you said, you know, Devon Achan is going to play again certainly makes the Dolphins running attack more explosive. They obviously got Jalen Ramsey back for a couple games before their bye, but feel like, hey, maybe now he's like fully integrated, like practicing with the defense. Maybe they can do a lot of things they want to do. Jalen Waddle was hurt before the bye. Remember, he hurt his back that Sunday night game against the Eagles and then like ended up kind of playing, but then played for a couple weeks. Okay, now he's healthy. I think people feel like it's all systems go for like the fully formed Miami Dolphins that people really think kind of, especially with Burrow hurt now, bank bills may not make the playoffs. It might be the second best team in the conference. This might be a team that maybe goes to the AFC championship game, a lot of interest in them. And it's a rookie quarterback on the road against this team. Like the market has moved hard toward Miami. So 14 is So think about that 10 and a half open 14. 
is what we got to. We hit 14 and a half this morning while I was actually doing radio in New York. And I literally on the air go, yeah, hang on a second. Like Raiders got to 14 and a half. And I have to make a bet real quick, like to make sure this number doesn't go away. And we're back to 14. So we found our resistance point, I think, on this game, which is uh, for people who don't know, like the, the point at which people would consider betting the opposite side. It was Miami, 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 all the way up to 14. It gets to 14 and a half. And finally, people are like, okay, okay. There's my little John impression. We'll take what? the Raiders. What? I said it got to 14 and a half. What? I'm going to bet the Raiders. Okay. So Did you bet the Raiders? Yeah. So I, <laughs> I almost said yes. I was like, Little John doesn't say yes. Like, what no, he doesn't. Like, definitely, definitely does not say yes. Um, the uh, the Rays, so the Raiders are back to 14 right now. So where we sit, Dolphins a 14-point favorite. Uh, total has been bet down over the course of the week. Currently sits 44. So it's kind of funny, right? Like, well, Miami's going to win by a lot and also not score. Just like these kind of perplexing side total moves that occur at the same time. I guess the Raiders are going to score no points today. Is kind of the idea that's being baked into the market. Well, the, the Raiders, uh, like, I've slowed things down to a total slog with Antonio yep. Pierce and Bo Hardigree, obviously run, running the show now. And uh, and Brian Baldinger, Odyssey Sports NFL insider, joined us on the show on Wednesday. And he was saying that, you know, the Raiders' entire defense is basically predicated on taking away explosive plays down the field. Now, they're going to let you move the ball, obviously. And I think Baldy even said maybe this is a game for Tyreek where it's like 11 catches for 98 yards. And uh, maybe the Raiders are able to just keep Miami out of the end zone today and cover the spread. Also, I bet the Raiders, and I would love for that to happen. Maybe it's 37-3. We have hashtag we'll find out coming up in a little bit here on this NFL Sunday. You better you bet's countdown to kick off with Nick and Nick and Ken, week eleven in the National Football League, getting you up to speed with all the line movement coming up today. Another huge point spread game is the Niners and the Buccaneers in the Bay Area. Now, Tampa coming off an impressive showing last week against Will. You'll love it at Levis and the Tennessee Titans. Bit of a uh, step up in class here. Going into San Francisco to play a Niners team that just wiped the floor with Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars last week in Jacksonville. And Ken, as I'm sure you're about to tell us, when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have had to step up in weight class this season, it has not exactly gone great. Where do we stand right now with the Niners and the Bucks? Well, you're you're right about that, that second part about them stepping up in class. So this is another market uh, similar to Miami and Vegas. Honestly, we actually open almost in the same range, open about 10 uh, on this game. Niners are about a 10, 10 and a half point favorite, similar to the Miami Vegas game. And just like that first game we were talking about, all of the interest on the favorite. And uh, I think it's it's easy to see. Like, if, first of all, if you watch San Francisco last week, you're going to come away from that game thinking like they're back. Remember, this is the team that throttled Dallas and caused us to have a conversation. Is this the best team in the league? That It seems like that was so long ago. That was like a month ago, basically. It was like five weeks ago that that happened. It's a very, it's a very long NFL season. We can have a lot of different opinions on teams as we go. But I think everybody who watched the Niners last week, Debo Samuel back in the lineup, Trent Williams back in the line. Okay, uh, this, is, this is a team that, that can win by large margins. And they've also been incredibly good at home the last few years, covering a ton of numbers, scoring a ton of points. And so a lot of interest in the Niners has pushed this out to basically 13 and a half is the concern so again big, like the, not just big favorites big point spread moves on big favorites like the dolphins open 10 and a half they're 14 14 and a half you don't see that every single week and we have another game that fits the same profile game that opens 10 and a half now it's 13 and a half 14 and a half why might that be the case well i think in, in the raiders dolphins game we gave you a bunch of reasons why people might be bullish on miami in this game, Tampa has essentially really like step up in class three times this year, depending on how you feel about the Buffalo Bills. If you want to toss that game because you don't think Buffalo's a big step up in class, but like on the road, Buffalo is like a, a pretty big test game, like an A-level game. And then they also played the Lions and they played the Eagles. This is Tampa Bay. So those three games, 
basically a non-competitive effort in the three games against the Eagles couldn't stop the run whatsoever end up losing by margin in that game against the Lions Baker Mayfield in the offense couldn't score at all uh had less than I think they had six points in that game so I lost 20 to 6 I believe was the final score against the Lions and then they play the Bills and they do backdoor cover the game with like a, a remarkable, like a miraculous drive aided by Buffalo penalties. That was a two possession game also, basically. So you look at these three games and you just go, what is it about these three games and these scores and these box scores that makes me think this team's going to go to San Francisco and be, and not even, not win, be competitive. They haven't been competitive in the three games. The other games, San Francisco might be the best team in the group that they're playing so far too. So it's not that like the Niners have to cover, just that when it opens 10 and a half, and you and I did this on the show earlier in the week. We would only bet San Francisco in the game. Like, what evidence is there to want Tampa at this kind of a number? I think betters have kind of agreed. There's been no buyback. It's just all San Francisco money. Ten and a half open, 13 and a half, and there is a 14 on the board right now in this game, too. And I'm I'm not saying this is a great reason or even a good reason or any reason to make a bet, but uh, Nick Bosa, on record, hates Baker Mayfield. Oklahoma beats Ohio State in college when Baker's there, wins the Heisman Trophy for Oklahoma, plants the Oklahoma flag at midfield at the Horseshoe, and Nick Bosa's at Ohio State. You know, Bosa terrorized Baker on a Monday night game when uh, Baker was still on the Cleveland Browns, and now also on that defensive line with Nick Bosa in San Francisco. Another Ohio State Buckeye, Chase Young. Good luck, Baker. Uh, that's right. the Niners Hello. and the Buccaneers. Uh, you mentioned <laughs> the Bills, right? And some yeah. questionable, like, really conservative decision-making by Bills head coach Sean McDermott in that game against Tampa on Thursday night a couple weeks ago. Well, uh, Sean McDermott made a not conservative decision on Tuesday morning when he fired Ken Dorsey, his offensive coordinator. Sean McDermott, the mayor of Scapegoat City, has run out of scapegoats now, so his ass is, is, is on the line next year for the Bills if they don't make the playoffs. Uh, may, maybe good news for Buffalo, maybe, is that today they host... Zach Wilson and the New York Jets, where I said on the show this week, at the end of the game last week against the Raiders, I said out loud to no one because I was watching by myself, my wife was asleep, you could give them 80 tries to get into the end zone here, and I don't think they would be able to get in. Uh, so Bills and Jets, a, a must win for Buffalo. M maybe Aaron Rodgers can going to come back in Week 16, that report coming out from Ian Rappaport of NFL Media earlier this morning. Where do we stand with the Bills and the Jets? And uh, anything about Aaron Rodgers here potentially coming back here in about a month for the Jets? That is the report. He's eyeing that as a return date. Right. So eyeing week 16. I think it's important to remember for people that means we're far away from even having this conversation. It started to kind of like bubble to the surface. Like, oh, is he gonna, he's on the field? Like, what's going to happen? Like, we're talking about five weeks from now at this point. So like, yeah, we can still talk about it, but it started to become this week to week conversation. Like, when's it going to happen? Could it be sooner than we expected? Like, I think we can shelve this for a little bit, I guess would be my point, and see if the Jets can actually win enough games that it's even a, a fun conversation. Like, should he even try to come back? Because they might just lose a lot. And if they lose, then it's like a completely moot point. And the team was also rumored like they're going to trade for Devontae Adams in the offseason, try to get him again. It's like almost like, all right, all right maybe you just run it back next year, try to get Adams and go and see what happens. It's but like they're taking keys Wilson. in front of a baby's yes. face, basically. Like the team's really terrible, but that's okay. Like hey, well, next year we're going to have Devontae big and wide out. might be back. Yeah. Next year. Look at this connection. Uh, anybody? <laughs> Jingle, 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 jingle. It's just like, ne never mind the fact that you just can't score a touchdown to save your lives with this offense. Um, so they go to Buffalo, and recently, like this morning, there has been interest in the Bills in this game. So this opened with the Bills about a seven-point favorite in the market. Uh, you know, and kind of like seven, seven and a half. That's the conversation we had earlier in the week. Well, now we're now we're not seven and a half anymore. We're up to eight and a half 
and the market is moving on this game literally as we speak. The first nines have appeared on the board in this game. It is possible that we're going to get to, again, 425 Eastern. I know it's an AFC East game. This is a late start today. It's possible that we get like three, four hours down the road here. Is this like nine and a half, ten? Like we, we talked about resistance. Raiders, Dolphins gets to 14 and a half. You finally see people want to bet the Raiders. Tampa, San Francisco haven't really had a resistance point so far. All moving on San Francisco haven't had that resistance point on the Jets either. Just flying the eight, eight and a half, nine. Where's the stopping point if we reach 10? Well, people like the Jets at that point. Interest in Buffalo so far this morning. Very, very, very interesting. I have a couple more games we can hit on the other side after we give you the fantasy and the betting impact of all the actives and inactives. A good amount of news coming in. We'll tell you all about it on the other side. Nick and Ken wrapping up our number one. You better, you bets. Countdown to kickoff.